the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. This program is sponsored by West Automotive Group. The West Automotive Group presents Auto Talk Radio with host Brian Bowersock and co-host Kevin Bowersock. Today's show is brought to you by West Escondido, West El Cajon, West Kearney Mesa, and West Miramar Automotive and Transmission. All part of the West Automotive Group. Get your automotive questions answered. Call Brian and Kevin at 1-888-344-1170. That's 1-888-344-1170. Now, here's your Auto Talk host, Brian Bowersock. All right, folks, welcome to Auto Talk Radio, and thanks for joining us this morning. What are we talking about today, Kevin? <laughs> Give me a second, I'll let you know. All right, 1-888-344-1170. We'll talk to you about anything automotive-related. Uh, as uh, we, We're actually talking about uh, summer's on the way, and where will you be when your AC system doesn't work properly? That's what we're talking about today, just so you know. I'll probably be somewhere where I have no tools and no Freon to put back in. <laughs> it will be a hot day then for you. Exactly. <laughs> so good good reason to get your AC checked out before we head into the hot summer. But anyway, talking about that and uh, pretty much anything else automotive related. Correct? I'm, I'm normally sitting in a uh, – normally when my air conditioner quits working, I'm sitting in some desert town and I realize <laughs> – when I'm sitting there idling, waiting on somebody, I'm like, hey, wait a minute, the air's not so cold right now. You had a stoplight or in in, in stop-and-go traffic, waiting to go home. Or, or usually we, that's or we just pulled happens. over to get gas or something. Yep, yep, yep. That's why you need to stay on top of that stuff, correct? So one eight 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 three four four eleven seventy. We appreciate you joining us this morning for Auto Talk Radio. Um, a couple things in the automotive news world. There's been a lot of stuff going on but uh so um chrysler is recalling their 2017 to 18 pacifica hybrids uh they several have caught fire uh uh y parked and two y being driven down the road it's never ne- never a good thing when uh your vehicle catches on fire while you're driving down the road just all by itself uh, the vehicles have all been recalled, but there is no current fix for the problem as the cause of the fire is unknown. Chrysler is advising owners n- to not recharge their hybrid vehicles and park them away from the structures and other vehicles. So you need to park your uh, vehicle out in the middle of a open parking lot. A fire risk in the Pacifica hybrids um, is, uh, I guess, been a problem for a little bit, so... So what do they do in the meantime then? Like, do, does, do they, they tell a you, check of some sort? And they, no, they tell you don't park. Your, they don't know what's causing the fire. They, they so they, they fire just told you what they do. Don't park your car anywhere near a structure or another car. <laughs> they send Brendan on with a fire extinguisher. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's what they're sending. It's kind of kind of like the free COVID test. They're mailing out fire extinguishers. <laughs> hey, anything, I guess, for free. So, yeah. Well, you know. Actually, yes. they, they, met out, they mailed out the voucher. You have to go to Walmart to pick it up. They've had other cars that have had these kind of problems. A Ford had a problem with a uh, um, a, a ABS switch, a cutoff switch that would short out, and the wiring would catch on fire, and the car would burn to the... If it was in a garage, it'd burn your house down. That happened several times. Their, their fix was... they, But they knew what was wrong, so they created a, a little short uh, wiring loom that was a fusible link and and the recall was you just go in and they'd unplug the wire they'd plug it into to the, this fusible link and then into the switch and if that switch shorted out the fusible link wire would melt and stop everything so then there would be no fire so there there's who knows what this something's wrong with their hybrid system they could also just buy all those cars back if they don't know and replace them with something else so is it happening when they're charging it doesn't say 
Well, that's the only reason I'm asking because it's parked in the car. They, they don't know what's causing it. That's what it said. So, well, because look at Samsung. Remember, remember when they having all the problems with their overheating of the battery? When just were, one. Well, one phone specifically they had a problem with. Well, yeah, I, yeah. but they had to get. I mean, that was their new phone out at the time, wasn't it? And yeah, so. I think they scrapped that idea and moved on to the next one. <laughs> I think they just pulled back the charging rate. I think they were just charging their batteries too quickly. That could be too. It's hard. To, did Samsung have that problem when it was charging only? Yeah. Oh, remember okay. they had all them. They well, had, I thought like on an airplane they'd catch they on did, fire, but, stuff, they, but people it, were charging them. Oh, they it, were because the battery was overheating. Oh. Or I guess you can overheat your battery by using the phone too much too, by drawing out of it too quickly. Yeah, there's a lot of ways you can do it. I presume so. One of those things. One of those things. Um, so yeah, that's a figured I'd bring you that little speck of automotive news for now. Um, let's see. Greg's on the line. Let's see what he's got going on. Good morning, Greg. Hey, how are you guys doing? Happy Saturday. Yeah. Happy Saturday, man. How are you? I'm doing great. Uh, you helped me before I had an issue with, our um, one of our cars that was donated to our, um, our foundation. And, uh, you know, we, we monetize these cars and then, you know, we buy medical units that get deployed and they offer his licensed clinic so nice it's a lot of fun and i listen to you guys every saturday and i'm always picking up on something but we've got a, a tough nut to crack here with the suzuki really clean car mm-hmm. 2008 suzuki forenza um and it's got only 104,000 miles but we cannot get the check engine light to go off it looks like there's two parts you know two sensors they're like 100 bucks they list but nobody's got them, and I mean, it's no surprise because Suzuki's, you know, not making these cars in North America. But I mean, somebody should have them. I imagine. Um, do you have any thoughts on that? What? What? It, do you know what it? Is, what is it? What? What are the parts? Do you remember? Yeah, I've got them. I, I don't have those parts with me. I think they're sensors. So um, you know, we've we've had the vehicle to a couple different places where. But ask people we know and that we've worked with before to go through it. And, you know, we think we've got it figured out. And, no, you know, the light comes back on. Mm-hmm. And um, we just can't get it to clear. So they're, uh, they're, they're little, you know, they're small parts uh, that are part of the emission system. And, you know, I guess operate to help that vehicle match up with a computer without those parts Um this is what I've been told. I didn't do the work myself. Mm-hmm. So I have the parts numbers, but I don't have them with me. Yeah, But you don't remember the name of them, what they are, like an uh, oxygen sensor, mass airflow sensor? You don't You don't know what it is? Yes. So, like, yes and yes. I think, I, think it, it's an, I think it's an oxygen sensor, and I think it's two different types of sensors, okay. and I just don't have it on the top of my head. Um, I... Actually, going to work on that today, and I thought I would just call you guys. I'm driving up to my office, but um, I mean, maybe I could email you the parts or something. Sure. Or call one of your stores. Well, I tell you what. Why don't you just, when you get a chance, send me an email? You can just email me autotalk at westautomotivegroup.com. I'll do that. I really appreciate it. No problem. Because there are places to find uh, um, components uh, uh, that are not. There's there's a company that deals in those specifically for smog. For California, in case it's uh, components that are hard to find. So uh should be able to find them. But, yeah, shoot me an email, uh, and uh, we'll go from there. That sounds good. I really appreciate it. Have a great uh, weekend, guys. You too, Greg. Thanks for listening, and uh, have a safe, wonderful weekend. Take care. We'll do. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye. So, yep. I, I, um, just for a car like that, can you, I mean, could you find Spit used parts? Spit it out. Use your oh, words. <laughs> can you find used parts for a car like that? I yeah. mean, in a time like this, you know what I mean? There's a company that we deal with this with smog parts because you obviously to make a car pass smog, the state of California requires a car. So if they're not available in regular ways, this company you can reach out to and they uh, um, um, often have uh, parts that are either used or remanufactured or whatever for that. If not... If you can't find those, the only other way to get the car, you can send it to the referee and they give it a waiver. They can do that. But they're fixing up this car to sell for to somebody. Well, to, the, to some, some and auto- then this company that this, the, the foundation, this guy's, they use the money, like he said, to buy things to um, help out. Well, so. yeah, that's actually fine. Especially you like use parts online. I mean, it's like 
auto salvage. You know, it's like an auto salvage online. It's sometimes first you, you got to find a Suzuki Forenza. I mean, like even a junkyard's probably. I'm difficult. thinking though on other parts. This is the only reason I'm saying go online for something like that is because in other parts of the world, them cars are probably sold a lot somewhere. Yeah. Where I don't know, but a lot of that's tough though. You, you so like I was looking for something for my '97 F250 one time. And and it shows like this part, and then you go and try to order it, and it shows like it doesn't. Exi- they don't. Have right, it. right. It's online. I'm talking about. So well, I know I'm not saying it's, but I'm. That's where online, like eBay, is like is is for especially old used parts. I mean, where else are you gonna find it? You know what I'm saying? Well, Suzuki Forenza, there wasn't a whole ton of those bad boys made, so that that could be part of the issue. But uh, I like an oxygen sensor. Somebody aftermarket should have it. Yeah. Should so need to take a look and see. We'll figure it out. For you know, sure. so, some parts like that though they didn't used to put online because why? I mean, you could go to the auto parts store and buy a brand new oxygen sensor for fifty dollars or whatever. You know, a hundred bucks or whatever. It's not worth sending it and trying to sell it. You know, it's not worth trying to sell it used. You know what I'm saying? So correct. I'm just curious on what uh, exactly it is because if it was like an oxygen sensor, usually, usually they're available as far as that goes. So. Um, well, I'm thinking now, definitely a lot more used things are available now than they were last year. You know, what I mean? because people are realizing that there aren't other avenues, so you can sell it this way. True. Because for that hundred dollar oxygen sensor, I'm going to have to pay a decent amount of shipping for it, and this, this, and this. You know, so. True. True. I understand, but I'm just saying. <laughs> there's a there's there's a lot of. Uh... In automotive news, one other thing why we're discussing hybrids and that uh, Ford announced it's going to partner with a Turkish conglomerate uh, for a bat. They're going to build a battery factory in Turkey. The decision comes after Ford split its business into two divisions serving gas powered and electric vehicle markets. So Ford's been. Ford aims to make all its vehicles electric by 2035 in a move to better compete with electrical car pioneer tesla well still want to know what you're going to do when you're out in the middle of nowhere they're going to need a lot more charging stations you know like i go on an enduro ride up in idaho and there's nothing for miles and miles what and i'm like you stop there for a day and you stay in a i mean what you're going to be driving an electric car am i going to roll up to one of those little 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 like uh in store stores that's out in the middle of nowhere and there's going to be a charging station there in front of it or something Better yet, what happens when they're having a day when they're telling you to consume power? You can't plug your car in there. Oh, oh they did that just recently <laughs> here in California, like telling people not to charge their, uh, not to charge their, uh, um, their cars. Yeah, exactly. Um, during uh, peak hours, so yeah, it's a problem. I don't know. It's just interesting that uh, the push for this. You know, I see a benefit in it for sure. But not a hundred percent as far as every car out there. That that goal is is interesting to me. Um, you know, as far as that goes, uh, just one of those things. I, I don't know. I'm I'm just trying to figure out how they're they're going to make everything electric. Whereas there's always going to be somebody that needs a vehicle that that can go someplace and come back from that place in the middle of nowhere that doesn't have the ability to be plugged in and charged. So either that, or you're going to have to carry your solar panel with you that you fold out on top of your vehicle and, and sit there and wait for it to charge up. Hopefully it's not in the middle of winter when the clouds don't allow the sun to come out. I always said electric's for convenience. It's not for <laughs> electric cars. That's for sure. I don't know what the difference is anyways. I mean, they use petroleum products to, to, to fire the generators to, <laughs> Well, natural gas, a lot of natural gas produces electricity. That's for sure, too. And you know what? A lot of even these uh, places that used to use the water or or, uh, even out here because they're closing San Onofre and, you know, like the one in Carlsbad, they're tearing down the... the, uh, San Onofre has been closed for a long time. Yeah, but my point is they're... They're not using any of these other outsourced of electricity. They're using where they're powering the generators with yeah, petroleum. I, I don't even know if we have any nuclear power plants left in the United States we that are act, that are active. We probably don't. Well, so, I mean, I, we they, might have one or two, but they've been disassembling them for a long time. But I, I don't know. I don't know if we do or not. So, uh, the GM's creating a car, Stellantis. 
uh, carbon neutrality by 2038. We'll build a new EV factory in in Quebec, Canada. So, boy, all all of them are going into a, a lot of this stuff. Anyway, we'll see. It's hard to say. Who knows? Who who knows what uh, what will come about as far as that goes? Uh, but uh, we will see. Uh, boy, and I tell you what, I get a lot. I get a lot of technical stuff, updating problems with different things. So that's uh, very interesting. There's uh, some bulletins for uh, Navigator requires reprogramming. 12 to 14 Navigator vehicles built on or before May 13, 2014. So, good stuff. Always good stuff. What? What? what, what why are they reprogramming them? Um, let's see here. I'll tell you real quick. Let's see. Let's see what, what the cause of this is. So, may exhibit a drive clunk at a highway speed better than 70 mile per hour, tipping, tip out driving conditions, reprogram the powertrain control module to the latest calibration. IDS release 90.03 and higher. Huh. So, interesting. So, one of those things, man. Jeep has a revised, uh, installing revised heater hoses, routing the purge solenoid wiring harness. So, it melts the purge solely yeah they're things they find with cars when they design them that to come out later you know so all good stuff all right folks 1-888-344-1170 that's 888-344-1170 you listen to auto talk radio on the answer san diego 1170 a.m and 96.1 fm we'll be right back after these messages There's more Auto Talk education and empowerment on the way here on Auto Talk Radio. Get on the line and get your automotive questions answered by the Auto Man here on Auto Talk Radio. Brian Bowersock, 888-344-1170. Now, here's more Auto Talk with Brian Bowersock. All right, folks, welcome back to Auto Talk Radio. I'm your host, Brian Bowersock. Thank you for joining us this morning. 1-888-344-1170. I do want to remind you all, Auto Talk Radio is brought to you by the West Automotive Group, which consists of uh, West Escondido Automotive and Transmission up at 2200 Auto Parkway in Escondido, AAA approved and star certified for going to coming up on 30 years here in August. And West Elkhorn Automotive and Transmission out at 844 North Johnson Avenue, taking care of folks out there in the East County. Uh, AAA approved for coming up on nine years, actually 10 years, heading towards 10, I believe, here shortly. And West Kearney Mesa Automotive and Transmission, 8027 Balboa Avenue, uh, AAA approved and smog certified over there in Central San Diego, taking care of folks for uh, heading up on five years now. And West Miramar Automotive and Transmission, 5726 Miramar Road in Eastgate Mall, AAA approved and star certified, taking care of folks right here in the Golden Triangle for uh, um, quite a while, three years now. Wow. So Good stuff. All of us at the West Automotive Group, me, myself, and my employees come together to bring you Auto Talk Radio for one simple reason. We truly believe in the same philosophy. We never put money ahead of people. Uh, stop in and have your vehicle service or repair and find out what quality automotive service and repair is all about. We're here to help you like family. The West Automotive Group is also proud to offer uh, six months no interest. Get a West Automotive Group card. You can use it over and over again uh, for any service or repair you need on your vehicle. Keep your other cards free and you can also uh, use the six months no interest anytime you want when you have one. So ask any of my uh, managers or service consultants about it and they'll get you all taken care of. Uh, you can also uh, take advantage of our CertiCare transmission diagnosis. If you think you have a transmission problem, get in. Let us diagnose it properly. We see all too many cars that have repairs done to fix the transmission concern or what they think is a transmission concern. And it's just parts and money being thrown at a vehicle. Not a good thing ever. Uh, so uh, stop in. We also have free shuttle rides to or from work or home along with low-cost rental vehicles at all four of our locations. 
Hop on westautomotivegroup.com and you can follow us on Twitter or Instagram or Facebook, any one of the three. That's westautomotivegroup.com. You can also check us out, make appointments, etc. Get in to have your vehicle serviced or repaired. westautomotivegroup.com. You can also check out, uh, click on the Auto Man and it'll take you to our YouTube channel where you can check out uh, all the Auto Man segments where I'm the Auto Man for the CW and uh, um, Fox 5, both channels. Uh, or uh, you can click on Auto Talk Radio and we put all our podcasts there after the show's done too on that uh, page. So westautomotivegroup.com. Uh, like I said before, you can email us at autotalk at westautomotivegroup.com if you have a question also. This morning though, give us a call. one 888 That's 888-344-1170. Anything automotive related. And we're happy to talk to you about it. Let's uh, real quick here grab Steve. Good morning, Steve. Good morning. How you doing? A couple, I'm doing good. A couple fun facts about uh, energy and the uh, solar charging. Uh-huh. Uh, I retired from the nuclear power plant there at San Onofre. Gotcha. And uh, there actually is another operating uh, nuclear plant up by San Luis Obispo. It's actually at Avila Beach. Okay. Right now. And the other thing is that when we were starting to demo the Unit 1 up there, the solar panels had the same uh, hazardous waste categorization as nuclear waste. I believe that. I believe that, too. It's it's very simply easily searched online when you start looking at, you know, when all these solar panels go bad on people's roofs, that's a whole new ballgame. And it's a follow-the-money thing. So Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, well, and every, you know, the thing I always say about, you know, people talk about hybrid cars and we talk about the batteries that are in hybrid cars and, and, yeah. and, and what happens with them afterwards and that. So, I mean, I know a lot of folks feel like a, a full electric car is so environmentally friendly. Um, but nope. really when you break it down, it's not, it's not any more environmentally friendly than driving a diesel truck. Nope. Nope. So I agree with you. Can I ask you a question though, since you know this? So that, that is, the one that you're talking about that's operating the nuclear power plant, is that the only one left in California? Yes. Uh, is there any other ones operating in the United States that you know of besides that one? Oh, uh, yeah, there's a whole lot of them. Oh, is there really? Okay, I didn't know. Yeah. Okay. Rancho, Rancho Seco's in, uh, 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 was up in Sacramento. Palo Verde is in Arizona. Okay. They shut down Rancho Seco. It was, that was like, 20, 25 years ago. Uh, but Diablo is the only West Coast one. It's called Diablo Canyon. Okay. Yeah, uh, I've heard of that before. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Okay. And so it's, it's got, I think, two or three more years till they uh, decommission it. And why is it exactly that they decommission them? Money. Just because... Money. Oh, gotcha. Oh, okay. Yeah, uh, when... when uh, when they started selling off the transmission lines about, uh, I guess it's about 25 years ago, mm-hmm. the writing was on the wall. This is the larger companies make money in construction. Okay. They don't make the money in maintenance. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah. And so, and they don't make a lot of money in the, in the power generation either. Gotcha. Oh, fun fact also. Right up the hill from your Escondido shop, mm-hmm. up there by the brewing company. Yes, there's a peaker plant that's run off of two jet engines. Yeah, yes, we. Yeah, I, I, I've seen. Yeah, I'm very, very yeah. f- familiar with that. You, you can see it, the fumes coming out of that thing when they're running yeah. at full capacity in the summertime too. Yeah, yeah, they're, they're, it's natural gas fed, just like you guys were talking about. That's the cheapest source of energy. That it, we have. And it's, it's actually very environmentally friendly, right? Yes, the cleanest. Yeah, correct. Did you right. say natural I, gas? Well, I, I, pardon me? I was going to say natural gas propane. Yeah. There, I, I like one better is uh, up, if you ever get up out of the Fresno area mm-hmm. towards Yosemite, mm-hmm. that Edison has, it's called the Big Creek Project. They're hydroelectric plants. Gotcha. And so... When I was working on the construction on two of them and then uh, the maintenance on the others, that there was a lot of Save Our Streams people that didn't want to use Creek. But they have one up there that's called a pump back station. Your commercial's on KSI right now. 
Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, they they let the water flow down during peak hours and they pump it back up uh, during off hours oh. into two, two separate reservoirs. Oh, so cool. It doesn't affect the fish. So. Yeah, there's always a way. Of that, and that's obviously those create electricity and that's very environmentally friendly. So, yes. yep, yep. So. Good stuff. Hey, Steve, thanks for sharing that stuff. Always, always yep. interesting. So, I yep, appreciate Because, you know, and like the grid mm-hmm. for charging stations, that's a long term project. Oh, pfft. No, no kidding, and and that's why when when I listen to them say that they're going to have all vehicles electric by this certain amount of time, and they give these, you know, in in in, in ten fifteen years from now, we're gonna look like, like man, that's a lot. That's a lot to do in the next ten or fifteen years. We're going to look like India. You know how they have all the wiring stuff in their cities. <laughs> could could end up that well, way. The, the tech the technology is coming to where it's not going to be, you know, above ground fed. It'll be more like the uh, Disneyland ride with electromagnetic pulse. Yeah. So. Yep. Uh, I agree with that. But that's you know, just think of bullet train in California and power grid. They're all in the same ball game. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Money pits. <laughs> Money pits. That's it. Hey, thanks, that's Steve. Very little record, reward. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Hey, thanks for the sh- the call in, man. I appreciate it. You have yourself a wonderful, safe weekend. You too. All right, my friend. Take care. Bye. Good stuff, for sure. Uh, Answers a lot of questions. (laughs) But no, there's, you know, when you talk about it, just like he said, um, the solar panels, the the materials inside of them Mm -hmm. are not that environmentally friendly, just like he's talking about their rate. I didn't know they were rated the same as uh, nuclear waste, though. That's pretty interesting as far as a hazard, you know, environmental hazard. I wouldn't, I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I never thought about it, but it wouldn't put it past because think about a solar panel probably wouldn't be much different than like a cell phone battery, right? Well, solar, yeah, and a solar panel has a, um, a lot of different uh, uh, materials in it. Well, that allows like, it to work and produce electricity from the sun. So, like, like a lithium ion battery, right? Like a dry cell battery. That's Correct. what I was. Correct, correct. So, all right, folks, we're going to take our, our last break here real quick. When, but give us a call at one 888 That's 888-344-1170. Anything automotive-related, we're here to talk to you about it. Have your uh, Keep your radio on, and uh, we'll be right back after this break. You're listening to Auto Talk Radio. There's more Auto Talk education and empowerment on the way here on Auto Talk Radio. Get on the line and get your automotive questions answered by the Auto Man here on Auto Talk Radio. Brian Bowersock, 888-344-1170. Now, here's more Auto Talk with Brian Bowersock. All right, folks. Welcome to Auto Talk Radio or back to Auto Talk Radio, 1-888-344-1170. That's 888-344-1170. Um, regular listener, Steve, who I chat with here and there, he he sent me a map that shows, uh, yeah, so there's only one in California that's still active as far as, uh, um, and, and he did point out that most of all these across the nation are close to decommissioning, like we were discussing previously here but uh um there's a ton of them up and down the east coast and like uh all over the place so yeah most uh, more on the east coast than here for sure um yeah so some in one in texas and then as you go obviously uh yeah there's a lot it's a energy justice map shows uh energyjustice.net shows all the stuff as far as that goes there but yeah that, there's a there's quite a few of them i can't count them all and it doesn't really give me a count so at if least I, that i can see on my phone 
If I had to guess, I'm guessing that charging station's in Baker, California, because it's one of those like. No, no, this is nuclear power plants we're talking oh, about. Oh, sorry. Okay. No, yeah, yeah. But the, I'm talking about how many, because I was curious. Remember, I said, I don't know how many yeah. there are left. And there's one left in California, which when we were speaking to uh, the gentleman, and then there's he, there is one, there is one over in Arizona. And as far as the West Coast, uh, oh, there's, there's also one up in, uh, 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 it looks like Oregon. Oh yeah, I think it's in Oregon. Okay. No, I think it's Washington, Washington State. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Well, just wait until you have to rationalize your electricity. <laughs> and then, other than that, <laughs> Texas uh, over by Dallas, and then everything else is headed towards the East Coast, where there's a bunch of them. I mean, all the way up into the Great Lakes and all that stuff. I think there's. Let's see. There's a couple up near Minneapolis and Minnesota, but no, there's a ton over towards the East Coast. So. Regardless, I'm not going to take the time to count those. That just looks like a lot of trouble. But uh, there's a bunch of them. But like he did, Steve did point out, they are heading all to heading to in, in what we were talking about. They're heading towards decommission. So those will be, they'll start scrapping them a little bit at a time. It's because it's too expensive to redo everything than it is. That's why they just get rid of them. Yeah, but they've. They, that creates clean energy until you have to stick the rods in the ground someplace I'm, else. I'm just telling you, that's why they don't. Yeah, that's why. Brendan, they don't. you're looking to make extra money. You can store some nuclear rods in, in, underneath your apartment complex. I'm okay. <laughs> I, I, I hate to do this, but I think it could be a political thing too because uh, we have China and Russia on the West Coast side, and we can't really. You trust just them. those were two dirty words you just I used. I know. I'm sorry, but I, I think that could be a possibility. Po- I don't know. Politics are part of all this big business in, in electricity. You, I know, you don't shocking. say it's not so, Brendan. <laughs> no way. All right. I don't want to go down that road because that could that could take us off somewhere else. That has nothing to do with cars. So anyway, just some interesting facts and obviously producing electricity. And the way we got here is because we're talking about all cars going to electric. And, and it's, uh, you know, how are you going to s- s- create this whole infrastructure for electric cars and charging stations. So prime example, he mentioned uh, Yosemite. So in Yosemite, when your electric car starts to run, there's going to just be a charging station over there. Hopefully you find one that a bear didn't get mad at it and beat up or something, you know. Um, but uh, all in all, very just interesting stuff for sure. Um, you know, it's hard, hard to say how this is going to be all uh, uh, put into play. But it'll, I'm watching. I'm not in charge of it, so it's good. I'll fix, continue to fix cars. I don't care if they're gas, diesel, or electric. Here we are. We're fixing them. I mean, when and everybody asks about what are you what are you doing in the automotive field as vehicles start to and the same thing we always do. Uh, let's look back. We had drum brakes, and then they had disc brakes, and then they had ABS, and then they had went from carburetors to fuel injected to direct injected to what you couldn't find a car with a carburetor on it unless you have a, a, a old car that you've rebuilt for the for the life of you right i mean what's we had this discussion the last year was in the 90s that a car was actually produced with a carburetor yes. early 90s so um late 80s early 90s right yes. i think maybe it was late yeah yeah something like that well yeah because there was a like the little hyundai excel which was a That's piece a- of junk back then the carbureted every time Didn't you've seen get- one of those come in for <laughs> smog you looked at the car and thought Oh, this is going to cost Didn't me. Didn't the Hyundai stay carbureted until like 94, 95? <laughs> no, no, I, no, no. Well, no, I, I maybe. I don't. Early 90s for sure. Yeah. <laughs> I think it was 91 or 92 or something like that. But yeah. So unfortunately, uh, um, they those cars were a nightmare too because of emissions to get. I mean, I they the always ETR had these, Oh, and, yeah. God. They had so many problems. Such a terrible car. One eight 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 three four four eleven seventy though one eight 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 three four four eleven seventy. I will say this: Hyundai and Kia have come a very long way. Pretty nice little cars now. They were cheap cars. I mean, they were great. Th- I mean, that was the only car they produced at the time. The Hyundai Excel, I believe, was I the first, so. and then they started making a Sonata. So, which I think they still have a Sonata they make. But uh, anyway, regardless, uh, obviously their cars have come a long way. Like, but even General Motors and Ford in the late eighties were. In Chrysler, their stuff was fairly junk too. Well, <laughs> a lot of issues. So well, yeah, it just depended on what you got. It was like, the, especially the lower line cars. But yeah, yeah. it was what it is. But the way they run now is amazing, isn't it? Oh, fuel economy. 
I mean, even you know what? Even even driving wise, cars because most cars don't really start having issues to you know what. 100, 150,000 miles. I mean, like, you know, replacing hard parts like alternators and radiators and stuff like that. Back in the day, you'd already replaced your radiator at 40,000 miles or had it fixed. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and I don't think we drove as much for sure. No, because if we would have, the, the cars wouldn't have handled it. I mean, people now are getting 200,000 miles in their car thinking they have a few miles on your car. But you know what? Honestly, back in the day, your engine was wore out when you hit 70,000 miles. <laughs> Yeah, very true. Very true. Very true. Well, cars, you know, they break. That's why we're still around. Yes. Right, Brendan? Right. Right. But fun fact, last car with a carburetor sold in the U.S. is a 94 Isuzu pickup. There you go. So I said early 90s is when they killed it. I knew that right. was the end of it. You, you know what, though? That, that same car is probably being sold somewhere else in the world. With the same carburetor on it right now. I don't think so, because car- <laughs> it's so much easier once they changed everything to fuel injection. They tend to not have separate lines. So, um, and, and the cars run more efficient and all, all that with fuel injection, as you well know. So I, I doubt there's anything being sold with a carburetor anywhere in the world. Do they? Okay, let me ask you this question. I, I mean, and I don't know, but I heard that they still made Volts, air-cooled Volkswagens in Mexico like in the early 90s. I don't know. No, I, don't heard, know. I heard the same thing too, Dude, but I don't know. I know. My question is: Is it possible? And I need you know what? Now I'm gonna I can tell you up. this: I've traveled to Mexico a lot. I never see an Airco Volkswagen. I didn't say it was true. I just asked, and I, now I need to look it up because I need to. Now I want to know if it's. You know what I think they were doing? They were producing a lot of parts there for those vehicles for people here that that like you know still tinker with them or have them restored you know or whatever because there are some people that have like 60s volkswagen bugs and vans and things they restore them and they like those i seen a kid driving one it was only going 42 mile an hour down the freeway but I, uh i still have a volkswagen motor in my one buggy <laughs> well correct that's what i'm saying so i believe they still manufacture parts somewhere for these because there were so many people out there that used them for all different kinds of things, yes yes you know? so uh but i don't think they create manufacture the entire car i don't believe so I've never, like I said, if they did there, you'd think you'd see a lot of them, right? I I don't see, every place I travel to, I I don't see. I don't, no, I don't see, I just, that's why I was asking. Those things don't have air conditioning very well either. They don't have very good heaters neither. No, neither one of the two. I mean, and honestly, the air conditioning can go a little more without, when you're driving that thing in a cold weather though, ooh. (laughs) <laughs> very true the heat tubes remember the yeah, heat tubes that's what I'm the saying. they had the, like the heat banks but they don't yeah in, in the winter Fun <laughs> so stuff. i never thought it was a very good idea of pumping uh, like exhaust i mean exhaust stuff like that into your car anyways because there's any leakings in the exhaust well it's just it's just tinning around the exhaust you didn't pump carbon monoxide inside the cabin for... okay i just don't like the thought <laughs> <laughs> very good very good all right, folks, I do want to remind you, Auto Talk Radio is also brought to you by Interstate Batteries, a battery for every need. Interstate Batteries are the highest quality batteries out there. We do not stock nor sell any other automotive-related battery at the West Automotive Group. And it is also the number one worldwide technician-recommended battery. If you need a battery for any reason, for your vehicle, jump on westautomotivegroup.com, make an appointment, and get in. We'll get you an interstate installed. Need a battery for any other reason, and I mean they have a battery for everything that uh uses a battery you can check them out at their storefronts at 9345 cabot drive in miramar or la mesa at 70th in university interstate batteries a battery for every need okay so we're talking a little bit everything automotive and we talked a lot about electric cars obviously uh and ac systems is kind of what we're talking about today as far as that goes it's just the fact that it's always a good time as we start into warmer weather and and Folks here in Southern California the past few days have been reminiscent of heading into summer. I mean, it's been quite warm, right? Almost 80 degrees, 75 to 80 has been the temperature. So um, this is when all of a sudden you turn on your AC because prior to this, we were, you know, kind of cooler weather. Um, It's a good time to think of getting the AC checked, right? Yeah. Get it checked now before you turn it on and realize it don't work. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, um, most vehicles, um, late model vehicles, run the AC when they're running the defrost things like that. So often, which it is good because older vehicles, a lot of times through the winter, it was never ran at all. You know, it wasn't used. So, 
Well, yeah, because especially in the, the, the refrigeration system, it pumps oil through the system. It does. It keeps the, oil, the O-rings lubricated so there's no leaks, things like that, which yes. is, it keeps the compressor operating, uh, et cetera. So uh, just a good time as the time of year now as we're heading into uh, we're into spring, heading into summer. You know, it's starting to warm up, especially here, like I said. Um, you know, get it checked. And, and the things uh, that we check when you do that is take a look at the belts. Take a look at the system. Make sure there's no leaks. Check the outlet temperature. Check the pressures. Make sure it's good on Freon. Uh, like I said, check the belts. Replace cabin filters. A reminder to do so. They get quite dirty here. We pick up a lot of dust, things like that, which will restrict the airflow in the system. And also allows uh, once a cabin filter gets bad enough, allows contaminants to come into the to the uh, passenger compartment department, which we, compartment which we want to uh, alleviate because we can re- remove pollen and spores and all the other things with these filters and, and keep the air clean for you, right? Right. So, uh, just a couple things to take a really good look at. Uh, you know, if the evaporator core is dirty, it's not bad bad idea to clean it once a year. Helps uh, reduce you know mold and pollen buildup. Uh, and like I said, replace the cabin filter, keeps the contaminants out and just items like that. Uh, so once a year, it's a great time to verify the system is uh, doing well. Um, and, uh, you will stay cool. Well, sometimes it's a good idea to clean in front of the condenser too. <laughs> that, well, it's something we take a look at every time we, you know, if we're looking at the AC system, you know, make sure, like you said, there's not a bunch of road dirt or other things because that, <laughs> that reduces the uh, 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 capacity of the cooling system and, and can cause it to not operate properly. If you're getting a bunch of dirt and stuff stuck in there, uh, causing it to uh, um, not allow airflow for the heat exchange. Yes. Right? So one of those things for sure. That uh, causes issues. So all good things to look at. Make sure your AC system is operating as it should and uh, keeps things in, in great, great order as far as that goes. Um, boy, we had a, some great topics today with the uh, the whole uh, electric car thing and where we're going with that, So, which took us down the road of, uh, of the uh, power plants and how we produce electricity and how nice is it. One of those things for sure. Um, yeah, man, so so many great things. Let's see, what else do we have in uh to look at in automotive news? Often get some really good stuff here. You know, are, are we starting to see uh, brakes on Teslas? I'm not a brake. I mean, I can do brakes, and I. Yes, but I I don't really uh, <laughs> here and there. Yes, yeah. So because I was just wondering what's going to start breaking on them cars. I mean, and, and they, they've been out there for how long? What how old Tesla? Well, they have on? a lot of electronic uh, uh, issues. So I'm sure they do, just like anything else. I mean, anything else is pumped out there, and I'm I I, I, I I'm kind of wondering how long the the brakes last on Teslas though, because weight distribution and, and do they do a lot of engine braking? They do. I ha- I haven't driven them cars enough to, to to. You should take one for a spin, because a lot of them electric cars though regenerate the motor backwards, like when you let off the gas to start charging the batteries backwards, mm-hmm. or or start to charge the batteries back up. So I've never driven a Tesla though, so I don't know if Tesla implements that kind of technology. I don't know what they use in theirs. They don't charge enough to keep the thing charged up, so. right? <laughs> Toyota's uh, having some supply chain issues with uh, chips and, and cuts of a 20%. See, they're, they were making 20% cuts this April, 10% in May, and 5% in June. for. Uh, and I'm pretty sure if I bought an electric car, I would get solar panels on the roof of it. And the reason is because I think it's the coolest thing. I would take my dog to the grocery store and leave him in the car, leave the air conditioner running. Well, that's what that's <laughs> that way, Tesla has a lot, a lot right. of vehicles with, that do that. Um. This year, and since we're talking a lot about electric vehicles, we have been so in 2020 there was 300,000 electric vehicle EVs, full electric vehicles. Excuse me, um, that were sold in um, the U.S. And uh, in 2021 there was 600,000, so it doubled. So, and and there's a subcommittee that's. Uh, its purpose is to ensure the United States is prepared for the growth of electric vehicles by assuring country has charging station infrastructure in place, which we don't. 
not fully. So some more electric vehicles are being manufactured, put on the road. Charging stations need to be readily available in public access areas. So there are places, obviously, but we have a long way to go. Um, Very just interesting stuff when it comes to electric vehicles. So we, we, yeah, this year, uh, 600,000 sold. That's a lot of that's a lot of electric vehicles for sure, right? Yeah. Something. Some... I, I, I got. I, I do truly believe the electric cars are really convenient. I mean, I think so too. I just the, the, the you know like when it comes to not going to you know not going to the gas station if you're just running around town. I mean they're a perfect car for that. I mean as long as you don't have to. I don't. That's another thing. If you're a courier, a courier running around town, and I'm not sure. But like, if you were like Amazon, could you actually could a car make it around town that much during the day and then make it back without burning all the electricity out of it? I don't know how. Some of them go three hundred miles. Well, I know, but so, that's, we're talking in town sit, driving though. You're on and off the throttle. And correct. Up, you know what I'm saying? So I and and there's a lot that goes into that, and that's how the person that's driving it drives it. Th- that's another thing. There's a lot of things that go into that. So I, it, I guess if you were Amazon, you would have to put governors on them. And what I mean is, you wouldn't be able to let them push the throttle down to. You know what I'm saying? To keep it from burning the battery up too much. True. True. I, yeah. yeah. I do think the electric thing is really convenience, and 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 there is some cool things about it. But I mean, definitely, I mean, like if you're going on endurance motorcycle rides and you're you're getting ready to go out to nowhere, I mean, you got to have something. You know what I mean? Who wants to pull over and wait three hours for the car to charge? Yeah, I, get- I have a story about that. Um, a friend of mine that they they towed their motorcycles on the back of his. Uh, um, he had a Tesla. Um, the the SUV one I forget that which one it was when and and he told me he's like every time we have to stop you know he said you know you driving your pickup truck and with a bike in the back you stop and you get gas and then you hop in you might grab a drink or a sandwich or whatever and off you go he's all nope we eat dinner every time we got to stop and charge this thing up because exactly. you're looking at an hour even to fast charge them so and uh, or or if you're an RVer what if I'm gonna I, I mean, you know, if I pull out of the, especially an RV, you know, you got all that weight on it. It does burn more, a lot more fuel, which mm-hmm. means it's going to burn more electricity, battery wise. What am I going to do? Pull over every hour and just wait three hours to charge my motorhome back up, or or my, you know, my RV or whatever you want to say. So that's the thing. When they push this thing all electricity, I, I don't. That's where I'm like, okay, this is yeah. We need both. I, I shouldn't say we need both, but you know what I mean? We do. We do. Uh, another thing technology is kind of, this is very interesting. That's in the automotive news uh, uh, currently. Verizon and Audi partner for a 5G rollout. Um, actually, so the deal is the first of its kind. Verizon in 2024 vehicles will uh, vehicle access to uh, their vehicles access to Verizon's 5G ultra wide brand network for enhanced driving features. Uh, connectivity in-car Wi-Fi for interfa- in- infotainment for passengers. The Audi drivers become the first in the world to experience a new generation of automobiles. One in which the car is both a 5G mobile device and a vehicle. Huh. Interesting. Transforming 5G networking expertise to a visionary partner like Audi, whose premium automotive engineering deserves second to none. Interesting. Okay. I, it's not like I don't consider my... I mean. I do know how to program cars and you know stuff like that on the computer, but I don't consider myself really techy. Mm-hmm. But my wife looked me the night ago, and now my phone is an older phone, dude. So I only have four G on mine. But she looked at me and goes, "I think my phone worked better when I had four G than five G." So I don't really know what five G is, anyways. Well, it's just the speed of the network, really, is what it is. And see, that's another thing. And it's you have to have something compatible. Everything has to be compatible for it all to work right, or or it doesn't work right. You know what I mean? I agree. I agree. So, it it, it, like on her phone, if she's using an app that was set up for four G, and us not being like techie techie people, we don't think about stuff like this right off. It probably does work slower, huh? (laughs) I don't know. I can only go as fast. I I personally only go so fast, so I don't know. I mean, well, I don't. It's download speed, obviously. So I'm used. Brendan's a millennial. He'd know. So, right, Brendan? Don't throw me under the bus. <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> I don't know. But it is download speed, which makes things obviously download faster. But there's a lot of things that we use networks for now with cars. So yeah, yeah. It, it's probably going to be a cool thing. Um, 
yeah, you know, and back to the EV thing, Ford is uh, stating that uh, uh, they, uh, um, by 2030, 50% of their vehicles will be EVs. So there you have it for your automotive news and, and, uh, and great stuff as far as that goes. Um, just just uh, interesting news. We appreciate you joining us. This Anything else you want to add to? We've talked about all kinds of things today. You said it's so, been a good morning. It has been a good morning. So Of course, sure. every day is a good day. But You woke up and stood up. It was a good start, that's, <laughs> that's for sure. That's what I always say. Every day above dirt's a good day. <laughs> I, I, yeah, I would think so. I would think so. Well, San Diego and everybody else out there, we do appreciate you joining us here at Auto Talk Radio. All the calls in, folks, we appreciate you guys giving us a shout and uh, being part of the show. Um, they allow us to continue to do this because you guys listen and uh, therefore giving Brendan a job on Saturdays. So. Thank, thank you. Somebody wants to hear us. <laughs> yeah. And then he says one minute. I know. <laughs> you guys are off the air in a minute. You better hurry up. So anyway, we do appreciate everybody joining us for Auto Talk Radio. And you can always email us anytime at autotalk at westautomotivegroup.com. We'll answer your questions. If there's something you'd like to hear a show about, talk about, etc. we're happy to do so. Uh, everybody out there, San Diego and everybody else, make sure and keep the rubber side down and shiny side up. Uh, I know the, uh, garden guys said it was supposed to rain tonight, but, uh, Brendan's saying 0.1% chance or 0.1 in- per inches, inches 0.1 inches. Yeah, that's it. So, so it's going to mist yes. tonight. Perfect. Okay. Well, that's good. Still be safe if you're out and about in it. It's that's one of those things. worse than raining almost sometimes when it mists. It just puts that little bit of water on top. Sheen. <laughs> yes. Sir. Anyway. Everybody be safe. We appreciate you joining us here at Auto Talk Radio. And until next Saturday, when we uh, come back with more automotive news and fun. Take care, folks. Bye. For answers to all your automotive questions, tune in every week at this same time for Auto Talk with Brian Bowersock. To learn more about Brian, become a guest or sponsor of the show, or if you have additional questions, visit thewestautomotivegroup.com. That's thewestautomotivegroup.com. And click on Auto Talk Radio. Join us again next week for more Auto Talk. This program is sponsored by West Automotive Group. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.